Today's episode of The Ride Podcast is brought to you by The Click Ring. Wear the ring and show the world that you can live your line at clicring.com. Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, June 8, 2016, and this is The Ride. Wow, what a difference a day makes. If you uh, recall yesterday, and by the way, I'm so far behind in my editing of these things that um, I'm probably five days behind, meaning I haven't released them out into the wild yet. Now, obviously, when you hear this, I will have caught up somewhat. But uh, I need to get my act together. I've just been so busy at work. So anyway, yesterday, weather was kind of overcast and gloomy and everything. And it was affecting my mood. And I said we had to have SAAD, Seasonal Attitude Adjustment Directive. And uh, I'll admit, it was hard for me to have an attitude adjustment yesterday. I was low on sleep and not able to focus as well as I would normally like. So last night I decided to take care of that business and I went to bed early and got a good night's sleep in and it's important because I'm in the middle of a big project and I need to have my brain working fully. It doesn't work if you've got to accomplish tasks And your brain is only firing on, you know, half the cylinders. It doesn't work. It it stresses you out because you kind of know that you you could do better. So I was kind of stressed yesterday. The weather didn't help. But today, I'm well rested. Last night before going to bed, I actually read a little bit of what I needed to do or what I needed to learn about this project. And I'm thinking and this is after I took a hot tub and took a nap in the hot tub (laughs) now that was good if you don't have a hot tub hop in the bathtub and take a nap in there sometime it's the best but anyway my brain was working it was firing on you know 75% of the cylinders after that small nap then I could read this information and absorb it and I'm reading it I'm thinking oh Oh, that's okay. I get this. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, we're going to knock this out tomorrow. So tomorrow is today, and I'm going to knock it out. Firing on all cylinders. Hmm, That's an interesting concept. If you don't know what I mean, if you're not a, a motorhead, your engine in your vehicle has these things called cylinders. And they move. In fact, gasoline that's burning, exploding actually, causes those cylinders to move. But there's no, there's more than just one. And as the gas explodes and these cylinders are timed, intricately timed, to fire at different times. You don't even hear it when you're driving. I don't even hear it. In those old Ford Model T's, you hear the... That's kind of what's going on. You can hear each one firing. But if you're you're not firing on all your cylinders, that means that the energy that you're putting into your 
car, your, your fuel is inefficient, it's not burning properly, and it's not giving you the horsepower that you're supposed to have. I need horsepower. We all need horsepower in our life. And we don't need to be firing on only some of our cylinders and being very inefficient. Now our strength comes from the Lord. That's what the Word says. So if we don't have the Lord in our life, if we don't have that access, that relationship with God the Father that He really built into us to have, we're not firing on all the cylinders. And we're going through life inefficient, kind of like my yesterday. Tired, unable to focus, unable to think properly. And because of it, stressing out, knots in the stomach. And some of us have gone through life so long doing this, in this mode, that we think this is just normal. Now you know me, I'm always careful to tell you that as a Christian it doesn't mean life is a bowl of cherries. No, it's a box of chocolates. Forrest would tell you that. No, it, it has its days, okay? But when life throws you its days, better to be on all cylinders so you can deal with it. Now, God isn't just three of your 12 cylinders. He really is the whole engine. But as a metaphor, we can be going through life under our own power without letting God in and having an impact in our life and that is inefficient. We can get easily stressed out and overwhelmed by things that don't have to. They don't have to overwhelm. So we'll have an opportunity later on to see about correcting that, okay? Hey, I had a dream last night, really weird. And when I get a good night's sleep, I tend to get really weird, whacked out dreams. Maybe it's because it's making up for all the nights that I didn't get much sleep and and I don't get much of a dream situation. Well, let's see. um, I just realized I put some some protein powder in my fruit smoothie this morning, which I'm ingesting right now as we speak. And I realized something doesn't taste quite right. I thought it was vanilla that I add to the to the fruit, which would have worked just fine. But I think it was a coffee-flavored protein. So I'm having to wrap my head around this strawberry, banana, blueberry, and coffee taste. (laughs) I guess I can make it work. Anyway, this dream. So, and I'm going to guess that a lot of us, if I talk to uh, psychologists they would say that this dream is probably uh, common. I don't know about as common as the teeth falling out. You, you ever have a dream like that? Apparently that's a that's a top 10, I'm thinking, type of dream where your teeth get loose and start falling out. But anyway, I kind of got a feeling that this dream might be up there in popularity with that. So the dream is... And I've had this dream before, but the dream is just minding my own business, probably hanging out at the house. I look out the window or I'm in the front yard. I look out to the horizon 
And I don't even have to be in a location where you can see really far away. Just if you can see sky, that's all you need. Um, I mean, you can kind of see off to the horizon. Okay, so there, you're not like in all a bunch of trees. I mean, you can kind of see out a ways. The point is, everything is honky-dory, and then you start seeing... What is that, a cloud? You kind of you see a cloud way off in the distance, but then you realize that's no cloud. That is a tidal wave, like the kind that you only see in cartoons. The kind of thing that wouldn't really, really happen in the real world unless probably one thing were to happen, which is we're hit with an asteroid of decent size. And, you know, and we'd be doomed. It's just a matter of hours, and then we're going to be done. But in this dream, I'm seeing this wave of so immense size. It's not one of these things that, as soon as you see it, it crashes and you're, you're drowned. It's one of these things that is so immense that you can see it off in the distance. Even if you can't see the horizon sunset and see it growing you know, from the horizon, you see it, just when you look up, you can just see it's so immense that you, the top of it is almost faded out because it's so far away. Almost you could ignore it because it's not gonna do anything to you right now. But it's so high up in the sky, but it's so far away. And uh, it doesn't really give me chills because I know it was a dream. But if I were to think about that happening in real life, I don't even think I could get chills from that because you knew one thing was inevitable. You were going to cease to exist in a matter of time. That wave is coming. You can tell the wave is coming toward you. It's so high up there. It's almost, it's biblical, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it's coming, but you can just kind of sit there and watch it and point to your friends and, the, you know, the neighborhood's gathering together looking at, oh, look at that, what's that? Is that a UFO? Big wall of something? I don't know. And everyone's just kind of looking there at it and saying, hey, that's going to happen. That's coming. And I had that dream that I was standing there looking at this. And if you stood there for a while, you could tell it was getting taller. You couldn't tell it was getting closer, but it was getting taller. Well, it was so far away, but it was getting taller. That means it was coming closer. But it didn't look like it was an imminent threat until you realize, no, Eventually, it will be here. That was my dream. Now, it went off into a wacky direction after that because it started to approach and it got faster and faster as it approached. So for a while, it was just static. And, and then you started to see it. You could make out details on the surface of this wave coming toward you. I mean, this, it's a wall of water is what it is. And you could make out more and more details and you realized... Even if I had started to run out of the way as soon as I saw this thing, there was no outrunning it. Nothing I could have done would have saved me. 
nothing I could have done would save me. In my dream, somehow I was inextricably yanked from the ground and sucked into the air toward this wave. This is just the wackiness of my dream. And as soon as I got to it, and I was way up in the air and I was flying, I was kind of like, hey, Superman mode. This is cool. And, and I got all the way to the wave and I realized this thing is a solid, thick wall of water. Not just some little wispy thing, like a crescent moon wispy. No, this was solid wall of water. Almost like there was no backside to it. It was just at the top of it at the top of the crest, you looked out behind it, and it was just that height all the way back. Scary. Seriously going to bulldoze whatever was in its way. And I was yanked to the front of this thing, and all of a sudden, it crashed. I don't know why, but it crashed down right then and there with me at the front of it, and I went down with it. And... Then I went down through this tunnel, dimensional hole, wormhole, whatever you want to call it, and came out the other side in a Pixar movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like Toy Story 14. I came and I entered a door and all of a sudden I could see the characters in the movie. It was definitely a Pixar film. So, you know, that was my wacky dream. Have you ever had a dream where you had this wave approaching? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this is a common thing. Talk to Freud or something. The thing is, we all have this wave, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. I'm looking ahead of me to the north, actually, yeah, somewhat north, and I can see a, uh, a line of clouds, a line of overcast, way off in the distance. And I can picture that as being that wave just there, built up, coming my way, probably like a freight train, but it's so far off right now, I can't appreciate its power and its destructive capability. We all have this wave coming. That wave represents the end of your existence. For some of us, it's close. For some of us, it's far off. And for some of us, it's closer than we ever would have thought. Because, hey, we're young. That's an inevitability, that wave. And so, coming full circle, I want us to really be honest with ourselves and ask the question, what are we doing between now or here and when that wave hits? We only have from now to the wave. That's it. At least, that's it on this side of eternity. What are we doing with our time? If there was a way to avoid that wave, somehow transport yourself out of the path of that wave, would you do it? I think I would. I want to... You know, we've been talking about that wave as being kind of our mortal death but everybody's going to face that so there's really not you know a difference you're going to face it you're going to have to pay the piper whatever the term is 
But I want to talk about spiritual death. There is a God who created heaven and earth. I believe it with the, every bit of my being. Whether I see the effects of it strongly every day or not, I still believe it. And I want to encourage you to be looking in that direction. You know, is that a, an, an angle that maybe you haven't taken before? I want to encourage you to consider that that's an angle you ought to be considering. Because that wave is coming. That wave is a spiritual death. And guess what? The spiritual death is what separates you from God for eternity. And that wave can be avoided because you don't need to be separated from your maker for eternity. You might feel like it now if you don't know him, but you can know him right now. He's at your door, your heart's door knocking and saying, let me in. I've prepared things for you to help you avoid that death. I want you to experience life now and forevermore. That's what he's saying. And just like we go through life only running on some of our cylinders, an inefficient life, that's what we're doing when we don't acknowledge him in our life. And then the ultimate price is paid. We don't accept what he freely gives, which is a salvation, saving from that imminent wave of spiritual death. He offers that to you right now. So if you want to acknowledge that you have a need for this, Let's do that right now. And if you don't believe you have a need, I'd like, I'd like to ask you to listen in right now. I'm going to offer a prayer for just a few minutes, and then we'll conclude. Okay? Lord, we come before your throne right now in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, who came to earth as a signpost to point the way to you who took on death in the grave and was victorious, conquered it, and bought our freedom. He showed us the way to you. He lived a life that was pure and holy as an example. And he raised up believers and followers and apostles to help show us the way, how to live. Lord, we believe that you were born of the Virgin Mary and that you came to bring us life. And right now we want to acknowledge you in our life. We want to start living the way you want us to live. So show us how you want us to live. We want to avoid spiritual death, being separated from you. So God, come into our heart right now in Jesus' name and show us the things that maybe we've been 
looking at wrong when it comes to this earth and, and how we approach people and opinions and attitudes. Help us to have your heart. Help us to find a, a place where we can meet with other believers that are on the same path we are. Come into our heart, Lord, today and help us to see. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, fellow riders, powerful message today, if I don't say so myself. The power is from the source. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a conduit. Speaking of conduit, you conduit. Follow the word. Live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And if you ever get overwhelmed by that oncoming wave, you think about it in that horizon, in that sky ahead of you, I want you to think about one thing. God has given you power and ability to withstand everything that's coming against you. And though the enemy might tell you, oh, you're, not, you're a loser, you're not going to make it, that wave's coming and you're just going to be crashed over, say, man, I'm a holy surfer and I'm going to ride that wave it's going to crash over you, and I'm going to be victorious on the other side. All right? I will see you on the flip.